You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Happy Monday. Boy, we got a show for you people today. There's so much. There's so much. There was so much. And it's going to feel like not a lot in the end, but there was so much. (laughs) I think we've got plenty to talk about because I know what I got to talk about. I've got a few quickets myself, just to kind of give you a little heads up there. Plus, I've got a story to go along with that that's going to connect to something later on. (gasps) Like a full show, like planned, it's just too packed. Yeah, we're just cramming it all in. How to handle all that? Looks like I'm learning some stuff along the way, tip. I'm just getting everybody prepared because it's it's going to be a ride. Yeah, buckling. As usual, I like to start yes. the show with a little, little something, a little discussion. A little, little tidbit. Yeah, because I had kind of a a flashback this week, and it was just, it was in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I've mentioned before, we, we have a website now, mm-hmm. you know, and there's all the content all in one spot. So again, if you want to go check that out. Go check out look, the website, yeah. There's a link It'll take you to all the things, and then you can click on your favorite thing. So if you want to just find Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo, click it. There it is. Everything related to the show, it's all there. Even right links there. to new or whatever platform you want to go to. Most of them, I'm trying to make sure I've got everybody covered, but it's not that easy. No, it's not. Well, a new platform comes out all the time, mm-hmm. I feel like. <laughs> so... When I've been putting all this together, uh, I made a decision at some point that I was going to put my artwork on the site too, mm-hmm. and kind of separate that into its own little category. And then I was trying to figure out how do I want to approach it, how do I want to lay it out, and I've been going through the motions, because at first it was just like, well, I'll just put this here, that there, and then there. There's drawings. There you go. You can just take a look at Done. them if you want. But then, uh, in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, I want to explain it. You know, I want to tell a story. I want to get context to everything. So, slowly, uh, I started putting up one page and this page. And I haven't put a a lot up right now. So, if you don't see a lot in the way of art, there's a reason. Even the ones that I have posted, I'm even looking back on them going, damn, I got to rewrite this or I got to rethink that. Whatever it may be. But what happened, uh, as I was looking back at a lot of this stuff, is I'm trying to dig out a lot of my old notebooks. I don't remember what I wrote um, 30 years ago. Okay? Well. It's, it's been a while. I, I would be surprised if you did. Like, like I impressed have, even. Yeah. Like, I have vague memories, mainly because uh, I know the characters that I've created. Uh, I know certain story arcs that I was trying to point out. 
you know, I guess like the real important stuff, but like the finer like, details are yeah. just kind of like, uh, is that what happened? What happened? Like, I can't remember specifically. So as I've been writing some of these uh, essays about these characters that I created and where they started, where they came from and all, a lot of that, I couldn't remember all the details. So I started digging back into my drawings so I could refresh my memory. I came across something I didn't realize or I didn't remember that I had done. And mm-hmm. it blew my mind to think that a kid at the age of 11 or 12 had the foresight and the creativity to do this. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, and this is going to sound really lame, but just understand this is from a child of, we'll say 12. Okay? okay. At least 12, because I know it was in that, that range that all a lot of this came about. So... At age 12, I had only created a character based on myself. Okay? That was mm-hmm. just like wish fulfillment. It's like, ah, I want to be like, ooh, look at me. I'm in a comic book, and I'm a character, and I'm running around saving people and whatnot. That was just wish yeah. fulfillment on that regard. In fact, fun fact, the character avatar of myself for this show is based on that design from these old huh. little comic strips. So yeah. if you wonder why the flat top and the white shirt and all that, because that's what he was. Born of my youth. <laughs> yeah. It's just how it was. Um, so he he was all I had. And then eventually I had created, you know, one or two other characters. They just kind of came about. They weren't things that I did. Uh, like, I was just like, oh, I just need to create a new character. It was just like, huh, I see something here and I'm going to create that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it just spawned from another idea. Weird as that may be. I've realized that's what I did yeah. a lot as a kid. So, you know, fascinating already that I none of these characters really came just because I was thinking, you know, it would be cool, this. Yeah. It was just like, huh, when am I going to create a kid? And then just get there. Yeah. Anyway, one of the characters, and again, I'm trying to embrace the silliness of it all. In fact, even in the uh, essays, I explain that as much. I had a character, uh, probably the second one I ever created, called Robo Rabbit. Yes, Robo Rabbit. He was a Robo robot. Rabbit. Yeah, and he had the initial designs. It was pretty simple. Uh, he even had like a little fluffy tail with spikes on it. Why? I don't know. But yeah, well, he was a rabbit. But why not? Why not? Exactly. Yeah. While the character itself may not have been written uh, seriously or <laughs> to be even taken seriously. I've got to say, it's actually one of my favorite designs that I've gotten better at designing and doing to where mm-hmm. I think he's a really badass visual, despite the name. Yeah. Uh, but that's just my two cents of my own character. Anyway, at the time, this character was a... Like, there's no way he, he's, a, he's a rabbit. And mm-hmm. he's a robot rabbit. He lives in his own little cartoonish world. That He's separate. He's separate from everything. And then my brain said, well, what if? Now, what if? What if Steven met Robo-Rabbit? Oh, my God. And my brain just exploded. I was like, what if? What yeah, if? And I can do that. I can because I'm, make this I, I'm a, I can write. I can write this story. It can mm-hmm. happen. I don't know why this was so... F- like, these were my characters. Why couldn't they yeah. meet? But in my right. head, I was just like... Oh, my God, you know, epiphany, boom. 
So I drew out this picture, seeing the two of them together, and I was like, oh my God, this is just going to be the greatest thing ever. Uh-huh. And I'm just freaking out. Like, this is the amazing. These two characters I've created are now together. So how am I going to write this? Well, at the time, I had a storybook for my character, and then there was a storybook for Robo Rabbit. The two series, if you will, going on simultaneously. So I had thought that I had just written this story separate, like as a uh, like a combined effort with one of them, and it's just them together. The team up of the century, mind you. Oh, for That's sure. That's what this was labeled. That was the yeah. name of the, the, the story itself. Oh, no. Team Up of the Century, because nothing's ever going to top this. Never. And some somehow this slipped my mind. I wrote the story, wrote and drew it twice. Oh. Twice. Storyboarding? Yeah. Once for Stephen's book, and again for Robo Rabbit's book. So panels are almost identical when the stories are crossed over. But then you see Steven's side and you see Robo Rabbit's side. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Where did a 12-year-old boy think, I'm doing this. I'm going to do it twice. Because it's that amazing. And we're going to see it from both sides. Like, if you look at my narrative structure at the time, I couldn't write for shit. Because a lot of those stories you just look at and you're like, Jesus Christ, man, what were you talking about? Like, Well, you were a kid. Uh, cut yourself a little slack. I do. Yeah. I do. But, you know, because I even talk about that as I'm writing. I'm just like, I, I get it. I know. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you because even the first, like one of the stories I was looking back on, I was just, I was trying to understand what was I thinking? Like, how did I think this made sense? You know, Through logically. The eyes of a child. Yeah. Exactly. You're just like, hey, this is this is what happens because we don't. Not? As kids, we don't allow ourselves to get hung up on all of the things that would actually happen in real life. You mm-hmm. know, like so. it's this, a much this, more innocent frame of mind. <laughs> you know, like this was literally one of the uh, story points one of the things i dug up it was just like uh my character was like hey i'm gonna go to the news and i'm gonna tell them about this thing i did and i'm gonna be famous yeah and that that was it yeah that was it so and it worked apparently (laughs) in the story in the context of the story it worked and i was like great that's okay i guess that's how things work or did back then maybe they maybe that's how it was back in the 90s and i just didn't remember you know probably where you got the idea well, when we were growing up, it was far more likely we'd be on the news, local news, just saying, for that making anything or mm. going to a park or planting a tree. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> no. So you, in your head, it was like, yeah, they come around all the time. I'll just get on one of those and tell them about my comic book and bam. Yeah. yeah. There you go. See, I'm famous now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, when I saw that, I was like, man... That is, because it's it's almost like one minute my brain isn't really concerned about the writing part of it, mm-hmm. but on the planning part, oh man, like I had ideas for days, you yeah, know, and I was just like, hey, you know, it'd be great if we did this twice, and surely to God, like I honestly believe is, the idea had to have spawned from some. I I just I cannot believe, and maybe I did, but I just cannot believe that I wasn't inspired 
by something else to do it twice. I don't know what. I can't remember what. But something tells me there was something out there that was just like, hey, we did this thing like this. Mm -hmm. You should do it like that, too. And I'm like, that's it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it now. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I can't I can't remember. I would just take credit now. Yeah. I mean. It's too far gone. You have the evidence that you did it. And uh, that's, that's all we got. So, so. if you want to see this, I, I I won't say it'll be up anytime soon. But my plan is <laughs> that I just will. Just keep checking in. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it up eventually because I want to make sure that everything's written. I, I want all the details that I can remember. Even something that I put up at one point when I started digging back and I found some of the the drawings, I was like, Mm -hmm. shit. I was like, this is like I had some events backwards because I was writing. I was like, this is what happened here. And then and then then we did this and then we did that. And then I started flipping through my pages and I was like, oh, shit. No, this happened after that. I was like, oh, damn. So I was like, all right, well. Well, but did I had you to, reference your other book just to make sure something didn't happen in that time frame that would have caused that frame to be written no, I, or drawn? It, it was just, for some reason, I had it, I had some events backwards, and I don't know why that's how I remembered it, but mm-hmm. the evidence right. is here. Yeah. But the drawings are terrible, but they'll be up there for you to look at because... I want people to see. It's history. It's how it came to be. Yeah. I I want people to see, like, if you're a 10-year-old kid and you see your drawings and they look similar to what I was drawing at the time, and then you look at what I'm doing now, I don't want you to think it's going to take you 30 years to get where you, like, to where I am now, but just know you can always improve. Right. You know, don't think that that's as good as it's going to get, because I remember at one time I couldn't draw, like, that's part of the story. I don't want to give it away, but Robo oh. Rabbit, Robo Rabbit now, uh-huh. came about because I couldn't draw Wolverine. Ooh, maybe that's why he had the spiky tail. Maybe, but because but, he didn't have the little paws or the hands for the things to come out of. Perhaps, but there's there's a little taste, and then you got to go See? find the Robo Rabbit. I don't think I've posted that Robo Rabbit page yet, but when I do, then you can hear the whole story. About why that was the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, okay. from as he can recall it. There you go. Yeah. Another as I recall it. Uh, may not how it happened, but that's how I remember it. That's I right. I didn't do it exactly word for word, but I was close. It's fine. It's fine. That's also on the page, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to check those out. See? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. So what you been playing? I did pretty good this week. Well, two, which in my track record as of late um so i went and got it takes two mm-hmm. uh and i the hubs and i have been playing it and it's actually it's quite fun uh, i don't know if you've looked into it at all or whatever but it was the same studio that did um i think it was no way out mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. we're about the the brothers and the whole concept is you have to play with another individual to figure out these puzzles and stuff and you just Apparently, you're feuding parents who wanted to get divorced, and your child was not happy about that. And then somehow, through some sort of magic, our spirits got put into two dolls. Mm. And now we have to go through our house as little tiny dolls trying to figure out how to get to other toys and stuff to get our daughter's attention to hopefully have her cry on us so we're not a doll anymore. <laughs> oh. eh, I'm not. We haven't beaten it yet. 
But I I think it's really I I think it looks nice. It actually came with a PS5 upgrade thing in it because it didn't have it for sale for PS4. Uh, so looks really good. I'm finally in that zone where I'm like, oh, look at all the pretty colors and my TV can handle it and everything looks so cool. And uh, I think that the, the way that they made the puzzles for you to have to work together is quite interesting because you're both having sometimes to do something completely different, but it has to be done at the same time and timed and coordinated and all this kind of stuff. And I think it's cute. It still has the downfall of the wonky camera with like 3D platforming kind of situations. Like nobody can get that camera right. It pisses me off. Like if you're not going to let me control it when we're moving, don't allow things to be in the way of the camera so I see nothing. You know, it's just the way it turns. Sometimes there will be something right in my camera. And I'm like, I literally can't even see my my character anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm jumping. Can't see because I don't have control of it. So still to this day, nobody's nailed that. I will complain about it forever. I just feel like with 3D platformers, nobody could get that camera angle right, man. It always has to go wonky or weird or inside the environment somehow. I don't know. Yeah, it's um, complicated. It's frustrating. <laughs> I want to just move it on my own. And there's only certain scenes where I can't, <clears throat> where it's completely, you have to work together. You're in this puzzle now. So it's on him or it would be on me. Uh, but it's super cute. I enjoyed the story. I think it looks great. And if you were looking for like a couch co-op game and wasn't sure about this one, I recommend it. I'm enjoying it. And I yeah. think he's enjoying it a little more than I thought he would. Because mm-hmm. I know with those kinds of games, it's very hit or miss. He's very kind and will just play them with me because he knows I want to find games that we can actually play together. Uh and he was laughing his butt off at some situation. So I'm like, I have to feel like he's at least enjoying it a little bit, whether sure. it would be a game he'd want to revisit or not. Um, but I recommend it. I recommend it. And you can play it online, I guess. You get like a free um, friends pass that can join you or something oh, if you okay. wanted to play it online as opposed to locally. Uh, so, you know, food for thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw as my... Um, travels to look for new fmvs just to see what might be coming out or anything and now this isn't a new one not sure how i overlooked it before it's called i'm probably not going to say it correctly because it's a korean word so boda solo m-o-t-e-s-o-l-o i'm sure i didn't pronounce that correctly with the right inflections on the words or whatever but apparently it means no girlfriend since birth in Korean. So <laughs> what? It's like a dating sim, I'm guessing. Like how I'm how, like as much as I've played through it, that's what I'm gathering from it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I'm in love with this tiny little game. Well, I shouldn't even call it tiny. There's quite a bit. There actually was like 35 achievements that I saw oh, like wow. that you could get right away and I'm like interesting cuz like usually with like indie FMV games 10, 15 achievements and most of them you get for just finishing a chapter you know mm-hmm. like they, they don't give you a whole lot but the way it plays out there's a lot of different ways you could kind of factor this together and I see now why there's so many different ways so you're just playing I don't remember dude's name because again I'm sorry those the the names it doesn't stick in my brain but uh he's never had a girlfriend he's getting set up on a blind date 
And clearly just his goal is, I need a girlfriend. I need a something. I need to get married. I'm in my 30s, I think, or close to his 30s in, in the game. And like, we got to move on with this, right? And so you're set up on a blind date. And the only things you really have to work with is um, sometimes you can get up and like click on other things to see like you're reading the menu. We decided to go out for like tea or coffee for our date, you know, or uh, talk to the barista for a brief moment in time. And you have your phone that sometimes you can interact with. And I truly believe every little thing that you choose a little bit differently makes it turn out slightly different. Because I would get like one ending and I never remembered that I had actually texted something slightly different to someone else in my phone chain. There's mm. a lot of different things that can be, I still haven't successfully gotten her to go out with me. <laughs> like I've gotten close and to the point where she's like, I respect you. We're friends. You're actually really nice and cool. And some of the stuff that you choose to do is so bizarre, off the wall bonkers. <laughs> I know this is kind of a spoiler. And this is what's funny about this game is they are like, they were specific about spoilers. They ask in the beginning, are you a broadcaster? If you say yes, you're allowed to play like three scenarios and then I guess it cuts you off. I imagine you would just not choose broadcaster if you wanted to cheat that system. But just to let you know how many different angles is going on, they were pretty specific about not what you to like show all of the different endings. Mm. But yeah, I still haven't figured out how to get her to like fully like me. Uh... <laughs> But it's just uh, there's one situation where we go back to our seat and you can choose like we got up, we ordered our tea and coffee and then we go and sit back down and you could choose like humorous and chair or like just sit down like you normally would just go sit back at the table or fun. So I chose fun. And for some reason, I guess fun to them meant he jumped on his chair and sat like this and then started doing a bunch of dances, making her embarrassed looking around. And this goes on for a long time, like an uncomfortably long time. Like even me as the viewer, I was like, can we wrap it up? Like <laughs> he's, 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 he's doing this far too long. But I think that's part of the charm of how ridiculous it is. I recommend it. I, it's, it, it's so ridiculous and silly and I'm here for it. And I want to keep getting all the achievements now that I see what it is. I think I've gotten like three different endings. I tried for another one last night. I can't get her to like me. There's some piece I'm missing, man, that I can't figure out. Because at least it does let you skip video you've seen. Mm -hmm. So I usually could know right away if I unlocked something new because that skip button won't show up. Little hints. So mm -hmm. I can kind of go a little bit faster. But I think I need to pay attention to some of it because um, if it's going a certain way, depending on what you like grabbed at the desk, did you grab straws or did you grab napkins with the coffee? Did you, you know, like that changes a little dialogue and everything that's going on at the table too. And you have videos to teach you how to do on a date, but are you going to take the advice of those videos? I mean, it's up to you and the three options that you get when it comes up, you know, it's true. I recommend it. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It's tomfoolery. <clears throat> and there's even like a whole little scene where like the hot chick walks in and you have to mm -hmm. battle whether you're going to be staring at this hot chick or maybe just stay with your date and listen to what she's saying. I don't know. You can be that person and decide. I did both. 
again, hilariously and uncomfortably long. But we stared. And we stared for a very long time. Anyway, <laughs> I recommend it if you want a silly dating sim. Matasolo. Um, Ma- Ma- I'm sure I'm not mm, saying that right. Okay. <laughs> I've heard them say it. But, like, I don't know. I just don't know how to make those sounds. I'm sorry. I've not practiced. So, gotcha. go look it out. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. And I was just laughing my butt off the whole time. So, uh, yeah. That's what I played this week. Okay. And I had a good time with them both. I think they're adorable. What about you? What you been playing? Only one game, and we're going to talk about it later. Because oh, that's yeah. all I got. Cause... I was going to say, that's probably was fairly beefy, I would imagine. Uh, Take, took some I time. Mean, a little bit. I think it was just a matter of I didn't have time or as much time as I wanted. Mm. And even yesterday, when I wanted to spend a good amount of time on it, I got screwed out of some of my time. Yeah. <sighs> but Being a busy adult. Yeah, but I got I got a good amount into where I can speak to it in detail. Gotcha. Just, Which they probably already saw the thumbnail or something. I don't yeah, know. I love know that we try I'm to be all cryptic, like Shh. like nobody's figured it out. Shh. Yeah. Shh. We're so good at secrets. Yeah, y'all know what we're talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, what do you got in the way of news? We had quite a bit. Like, um, not a lot of beefy stuff, but a lot of pretty decent, important stuff that just kind of cracked along. Anyway... Briefly, a little Activision Blizzard update. I, you always got to check in on them now, I feel like, on a maybe daily basis, as fast as the moves, uh, the news has been moving with it. But uh, it uh, agreed to pay $18 million to eligible uh, claimants in an agreement with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Um, so a press release on Activision Blizzard's investor portal outlined the agreement that the company has come to agree to pay this fund or this money. Uh, So the $18 million the company has agreed to pay. um, And it has to go to eligible claimants. And the way they made it sound like if there's money even left over, it's going to go to specific charities that helps for um, gender inequality issues, company diversity, equality, inclusive initiatives, all these kind of things for women. I'm not sure why you'd have money left over. You shouldn't. And in fact... I'm not against where they're putting it towards by no. any stretch, but I feel like there's enough people probably. And again, they're, they are in a specific time frame. Granted, like the claimants that they're talking about, but. But don't you find $18 million to be just a little low? I'm very upset about that just because I know Bobby Kotick like, gave himself $154 million last year alone. Yeah. I. And I feel like it's going to come out of Activision Blizzard, not his pocket. This seems like chump change to them. It really does. Like, th- yeah, eighteen million does not seem like nearly enough. And and I know it's still going on, and I know there's still other judgments to be had and rulings to come down, and investigations still underway. Um, and I realize this is only a small chunk of it, but. Yeah, I don't feel like that's going to do anything really in the grand scheme of things to the company as far as like a punishment. And even think about it, with it being such a low number, if you have a lot of claimants come in saying, yeah, it was me, yeah, it was me, they're going to get dick. Mm -hmm. This is just yet another way they get to screw people out of stuff. And it's... (sighs) This whole thing is weird to me. And, and again, I don't have like a legal degree or anything like that um, to understand. I'm sure there's somebody sitting there go, well, the law, blah, blah, blah. And that's fair. I may not understand what 
T's they're having to cross or I's to dot or anything. But if you're like still denying wrongdoing, mm-hmm. I feel like agreeing to pay a settlement kind of says you are. Maybe that's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, I just feel like if you're willing to settle in any regard, um, and it, it may have ended up being cheaper that way for all I know. They were like, oh, if we do the $18 million, I bet that that'll be a lot cheaper than if we let everything keep proceeding out. So it's not the only investigation still underway, people. Like, So this mm-hmm. is still going to go on, I think, for quite a while. I just, yeah, $18 million as as it just seems like a... I don't know. Jump change. It, 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 for a company like that, that makes billions. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, and I know that there's a separate side for what the entertainment, I guess. And then there's actually Activision Blizzard. So I'm just trying to cover all bases from like the, the chatter that I hear. Well, what about, and then the, the this, you know, like we, re, we are realize there's a lot of moving parts, but I still think that's not harmful yeah. enough. I don't mm. know. Anyway, uh, Acquisition week, eh? Mm-hmm. We had some like some 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 the the it starts with more acquisitions. Uh well, Sony got Blue Point. Everybody's probably seen that already. Probably no big surprise. They've been working together for a while. Yeah, I think that was a, a get a good get on their part. They were gonna mm-hmm. I think it was it was a matter of time. I think there's even been rumors about it for months now. So I feel like they accidentally leaked it. It's something yeah. like a few months ago and then like hurried up and deleted it or something. But now it's official. Like mm. I, I should have looked that up. But I feel like I remember Sony accidentally maybe on a tweet or something. Anyway, it's official. They're yeah. now under the Sony banner. Um, so they they are their focus has been creating remasters and remakes of games. Um, they, so they did work on um, like Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, mm-hmm. uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Demon's Souls remake. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they've proved th- they proved it to people that they know how to do these things well so far. I've heard like their 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 reimaginings, they're porting up to make the mechanics more today's uh, tech. Mm-hmm. Been going over well, so we'll you know. No, I, I feel like it'll just be more good work. I did see that they had said that their first game after this acquisition would be something original, which I would be interested to see what I it is. I would be interested to see, yeah. But. And again, I don't want to pigeonhole them, but they do so good with remasters and remakes that I really hope they don't decide to not do them anymore. Oh, good. Jo- well, I mean, I feel like, do they do PC ports? I feel like a bad, bad person. I probably should have looked that up because, you know, Sony's been all about that lately, too, trying to get yeah. their games over there. Um, I mean, shoot, they've got a lot of really amazing other games that I think could get the the remaster love that would translate very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, like God of War, God of War 2, like the OG PS2 yeah. games, you know, like maybe not everyone realizes it. The one that just came out, it's not the first one. There was three yeah. whole games. Uh, PS2, right? Mm-hmm. Was the era when it came out, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know they did some stuff for Vita for that, for God of War and everything, mm-hmm. too. So. I don't know. Let's see. But you know I'm all about the original ideas. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I'm very, yeah, very excited if someone says they've got, like, a new idea. Let's see it. Let's hear it, you know? Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying don't <laughs> branch off, but... This one thing that you're really good at, I'd like you to keep doing that while you oh, do sure. this other stuff too, because mm-hmm. you're so good at this. Yeah, <laughs> but keep I would it, keep it coming. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing what else you can do that's not someone else's idea. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. So I guess congratulations, mm-hmm. uh, Sony and Bluepoint. A new little match, a match made up this week. And the uh, other acquisition, Netflix got Night School Studio. So it's been starting. They said mm-hmm. they were breaking into games, people. We've been hearing the news now about them getting some teams. So uh, they are the dev team behind Oxenfree, as mm-hmm. uh, you're very aware now. Didn't yeah. you just finish that one up? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so with your review on it being story-based, uh, it kind of stands to reason that Netflix would kind of snag them up because I still have this just vision of their games being streamed at no extra cost, apparently, to your monthly payment. I feel like it would have to be story-driven narrative-based games. Sure. I Unless I'm missing a piece of them selling us some sort of hardware as a controller that I don't recall reading mm. or they just haven't said it yet. I can't imagine they would be selling any extra because they've not done that yet. If yeah. it was Nintendo or something like that, sure. But sure. well, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Netflix. You need this special controller for it that looks like a controller we made forty years ago. No, Netflix wants you to sit right there on your couch with your remote and watch all the Netflix and whatever they can do to push more of that onto you. They're going to do mm-hmm. without you having to change anything except pay more because they have increased their prices so much in 10 years well yeah and this will make it go up despite what they're saying now at some point they'll be like well you see um with all this new stuff we gotta increase prices because you know i'm still always amazed how they make so much money really it truly it's not like they can serve up ads to you really um and they're spending all this money on tv shows and films that i've just well, some people aren't even paying monthly for They're just using other people's. Like, I'm very impressed when I see their numbers. <laughs> it's like, but in I my mean, head, I can't figure it out. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because if you think about it, based on my, my certain subscription services right now, you pay more for Netflix than any other service. Yeah. You know, HBO, 15 bucks. Uh sure. Paramount, Hulu. Hulu's like 15, 16 now, too, if That's, you do the ad-free. If you do the ad-free, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. You no. know, you can pay the $5 or whatever it is, 5 or 6 whatever. I don't know. They it's just upped cheaper. it. They keep harassing me with the message when I open it. I'm like, I get it. You want another dollar. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It was it was like only a buck. I don't know. I was like, fine. Just but it, it. even still, it's still. less. Yeah. So it's nuts. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, to me, this just kind of made sense, uh, considering the um, experiences that this developing team's already been creating. Um, so yeah, they did want to let us know they're still working on Oxenfree 2. That might have mm. been a question, I guess, that they were getting. Uh, Oxenfree 2 lost signals. Um, so still expected to launch in early 2022. Looks like Switch, PS4 and 5, and PC. I didn't see an Xboxes listed in there. Um Maybe that'll change, but I would imagine if... Now, anyway, yeah, if this was in development before they were bought, they probably still going to honor those things that they were going to come out on. Anyway, uh, yeah, so seems to be one of the first big studios to join the Netflix market, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Uh, they seem to be good with it. The people on the developing... Or at least in their, uh, you know, press releases. They're being cool. <laughs> whatever they're saying uh but yeah i mean they did work with netflix it looked like already before when i was looking through it looks like they helped with the stranger things games with the hmm. telltale before all of that happened uh the project hit a rough patch of course when 
Telltale shut down in 2018. Uh, so that project went unannounced, but they had a new one, a different game that came out later on, you know, for Stranger Things. But um, and then, of course, most recently at the palace here, at the Palace of Pixels that we played was After Party because I know mm-hmm. we both got through that, too. So I guess we'll just wait and see what they're going to create for only Netflix since we got Oxenfree 2, we know, is already being developed and coming out on other things outside of Netflix. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what they do. I am curious to see how this plays. Like, I feel like it has to be very simple with the that you could use a remote for. It would have to be, yeah. Because then they've done uh, what interactive narratives. They've done interactive movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And like, but I still used my controller because that was when I was still just using the PlayStation for TV. Mm-hmm. So like, it was still easy for me to choose like left or right or whatever. I would imagine regular remote these days. If you think about it, that might be one of their hooks. You know, play it on your Xbox or play it on your PlayStation or your... Does Switch have? I don't know. No, I don't think Switch has Netflix yet. In any case, they could sit there and say, hey, play it on your console and then you've got a controller. Boom. That's true, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what I did with the interactive movie. I can't imagine much harder mechanics coming out than that. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Um, Dude... I'm telling you, I don't know why people are playing Amazon's New World right now. I'm so terrified every time I keep reading these stories. Apparently, it's breaking some more GPUs, man. And I'm like, I would be panicking too hard to let any game brick a GPU in today's climate. Mm-hmm. Like, finding even a garbage GPU right now has been impossible or you're going to pay through the nose for it. Reportedly uh, causing some more issues once again. This is uh, like... Well, we've read about this since its beta launch last July. Many players were having problems with it as it was bricking. Uh, specifically, the EVGA RTX 3090 seemed to be the, the one most affected by this. Um, and they were tied to the game's menu, having an uncapped frame rate, which led them to eventually cap the frame rate on Amazon's end. Um, so it was a group effort, you see, because remember, EVGA also said they had a bad soldering issue. So between the two... It just got bricked. <laughs> we thought we fixed it. Moving on. Uh, but the game had its full release here on September 28th. And more reports started to come in, unfortunately. This time, EVGA RTX 3090 and Gigabyte's RTX 3080 Ti listed as graphical settings in the titles, causing a high load on the GPU to spike, which caused the game to crash or graphics cards to just flat out quit. Mm. Just quit. <sighs> If I was um, a player... I think I would have to leave it alone. Yeah, if I was a player, I'd be looking at Amazon saying, you know what, you owe me a GPU. Well, and with uh, EVGA reporting that they had a few little problems themselves, I don't know. It's sounding like Gigabyte needs to look into what happened. (laughs) They probably already are. I'm being dumb. I'm sure they're Mm. already like, what? Um, But it sounds like... It just seems like maybe some of these graphics cards that are coming out maybe came out too soon, too rushed, and then they didn't have their things checked. I don't know. But if I were you, I would be way too terrified to lose my GPU in today's day and age because I couldn't even tell if you could get a garbage one anytime soon. So, Hmm. but... If it's not breaking your uh, GPU, people are really having a good time with, though. It's breaking records for, like, concurrent players. And it's been so long since we've had, like, a legit MMO brand new come out. I imagine that's helping it. I mean, it had, like, 700,000 concurrent players. And I want to say even over 800,000 at one point that they're constantly adding servers to try to keep up. 
So if it's not bricking your GPU, you're having a really great time. If it is, well, you're not playing much of nothing right now, are you? Mm. <sighs> Could you imagine? Because you know those cards are like fifteen hundred bucks, and then and, and if you had to pay scalper prices because that's just who you are as a person, you decided to go that route. You paid probably three grand. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my <Ew>. god! <laughs> no. <coughs> uh, let's see here. Twitch mm. pay to win. Maybe now? Did you see this? No. Okay. All right. All right. So you know how I've, we've been hearing a lot of streamers request some sort of like decent discoverability feature on Twitch. That's kind of been one of the biggest things that they've said. It's kind of like a kingmaker program. If you already had a lot of viewers, if you're searching through categories, you tend to get pushed up to the top. Granted, they do have filters now where you can go low to high, high to low, recommended, you know, things they've implemented. Mm. But overall, discoverability, most people have gone off the platform to drive traffic to the platform for their stream, right? Right. So it sounds like they've implemented or testing, rather, in some places here, a boost feature. Um, so what you can do, apparently, and this is on your viewers, by the way, um, that a thing will pop up. So for 10 minutes during a stream, a notification will pop up informing viewers that the boost option is available. Viewers who want to participate can pay for a number of recommendations. So there seems to be two purchase tiers. For 99 cents, you can boost that person's stream to a thousand recommendations in their recommended feed, right? And then for 297, call three bucks, you can boost it to 3,000 different people's recommendations. So the purchase window occurs randomly for streamers who can participate and happens, could happen every stream. It doesn't sound like it's something that 100% happens all the time or you know when it's going to pop up on the stream. It sounds like it's kind of random. And then the viewer, if they would like to, boost their stream. Now, (laughs) I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know how to feel about it because I have a bad feeling like let's just I hate to call them smaller streamers, up and coming streamers, streamers who aren't in the one percent of the ecosphere on Twitch. Right. Yeah. Like I'm hoping they won't be. In- I've been thinking about this all week, trying to think of an idea because like I haven't streamed in a year. So my opinion probably means nothing anymore. Like I don't stream. I don't use any of these tools, features. I don't even ask for them anymore. I don't care. Um but I still feel like that money is better spent for the viewer to put it into you. Yeah. For your content and supporting what you're putting out. Um, maybe people will click on it. I mean, I'm not saying it sounds like it's bad overall. I just, I don't know about milking your viewers to boost your stream when I would think they would rather support you. That's yeah. my hangup. Because all you're doing is paying for the possibility that they get more people. Yeah. Because it doesn't, I mean, it's not a guarantee of anything. Nope. Nope. You giving them that money is a guarantee. They can put that that back into the stream. And that 100% goes to Twitch. Yeah. At least like with your subs, it's like a 50-50 split or something. But from what I'm looking for, that that buck to three bucks or whatever it translates into your money, um, you know, globally. Um, none of that's going to the, to the content creator. (sighs) 
Jacob Rosick, though, who's the project manager at Twitch, said this program was born from the feedback given from the community. So as I had mentioned earlier, they have people have been hell, even when I was on it, we're asking for more discoverability features on the platform. Streamers wanted more opportunities to have their stream promoted and wanted it to be meaningful, he says. So keep in mind, the streamer, as I've said, does not receive a dime of this. But they think that paying to help a creator grow their community will be worthwhile to their supporters. Or worthwhile, sorry, to their supporters. Um, honestly, I, 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 what are your thoughts, siblings? Like, I'm, I'm conflicted about this. I feel like this whole pay-to-win thing is just not a good idea. But the whole hierarchy of how, like... You get built up on Twitch. It's the freaking views, man. Yeah. Like whether they're real or not, you almost need them to boost you up to get any kind of eyes on it. I don't even know that it has anything to do with quality of content anymore. You could be an amazing content creator, but if it's not getting in front of the eyes on the platform, like nobody's thinking to click on it and nobody's going to scroll 30,000 pages down or, you know, it's just, it's a weird thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I wouldn't do it. That's just my opinion. I just hope they don't encourage that instead of like subscribing or something that's actually benefiting you, the individual who is creating the content and and taking Mm -hmm. the time to do all this stuff for these, for people and because you love it. I don't know. I mean, furthermore, you could go to Twitter and do the same thing. Be like, hey, this streamer right here, I love this person so much. And you'd have the same amount of chance that this would have that you're paying for to get someone else to follow it or to check it out. You may get one person, you may get a hundred. Who knows? But the chances are equal. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to see. I guess they've been testing it a little bit. And it seemed like what few little comments I could go through, you know, from the people who I guess had it as a, as a feature, as a testing for it. Mm -hmm. it, We're commenting like, yeah, maybe I saw like a couple of people come in and maybe chat, but you know, are they sustainable? Are they going to be around? That, I mean, that, that that's when they could be like, oh, well, it's on you then to keep them interested and entertained and all this kind of stuff, which is fair, but not not every content's for everybody. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, I just, I think maybe their reputation as of late when I'm seeing something like this, my brain instantly defaults to just bad things like you're just mm-hmm. milking the rest of what's left uh, that's coming to your platform you know um for money <sighs> anyway they did actually implement some safety features though in response to like a lot of the hate rates and stuff that we had been see- seeing um happen late last i heard was that you know that they still had the lawsuit going for the couple of people that they thought might be involved um So they did add where you can opt as the streamer now to put in phone verification or email verification, which um, you can set that has to be done before anyone's allowed to chat, which if you are someone who had the hate raids, that seems like that could be a a good feature to utilize. I've not used it, but forcing a user to have to do that extra authentication, I think could help. I think could help or at least because some people if it's not a simple thing to just keep recreating a thing they're not as interested anymore like the Mm -hmm. easier you make it to sign up Um, which could be a double-edged sword I guess you know if the viewer thinks it's too much work but um, so and apparently and I would don't know that I even realized this that you could have up to five accounts allowed on like one phone number 
So with if you're the type who would like to set it to where they need to verify their phone to be able to chat, um, that can mitigate ban evasions, apparently, is what they're claiming. Because then if you already have that account with that phone number blocked, any account they try to make with that phone number still cannot get into your chat. I don't know if they can still see it. Like, I feel like that's always been the case. I can still view. I just can't interact or do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So you can also make it where we've had it before. If you wanted to do it, they need to be a week old or they need to follow for a certain period of time. Um, And you can override it if you want as a streamer as well. You can make people VIPs or, if you know, if you have a subscriber that's brand new and you want to just let subscribers go ahead and chat, no matter how old or new they are, um, seems like there's a little bit more freedom there uh, to do it. Although if you are a streamer still on the platform and are utilizing these features, I would love to hear your thoughts. Is it simple? Is it easy? Um, have you found an instance where it has worked out um, as intended? Uh, I, I'm just curious, you know, because like we've, we've been asking for, or they had been asking for things like this for a while. Um, have you seen a decline in viewers for new people? Like, has it made it too hard for people to want to go through the whole process? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a new thing. Let's see how it works out. And are you excited about it? Sure. I feel like I would totally want that phone number every time. Like, I you don't get it, but like to authenticate, which would probably be why I don't grow anymore. Because I'm like, you know what? If you would talk to me, you got to jump through all these hoops. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to have fun, you know? Just wanted yeah. to have fun. Uh, yeah, so I have a few little crickets. Okay. But they were like, okay, so they're a little longer than crickets, but weren't long enough to be news. Gotcha. So, uh, whatever. I was going to try to think of a cutesy name on the fly. I'm too tired for that. So Konami set, uh, to revive a few games, apparently, uh, Castlevania apparently is in the works for being remade. Mm. Silent Hills. Mm. But they said like a bunch of third-party people could be working on it. It's so kind of funny that I'm seeing them trying to do all this when most of their in-house remakes or reimaginings or whatever have not been great. Yeah, that's my problem. I'm curious how the Silent Hill thing with the whole Konami-Kojima thing. Or yeah. even Metal Gear, for that matter. Like Because they're even saying that there there's possibly that in the makes as well. Um I don't know. The Castlevania (laughs) apparently is the first one, which they're alleging is a reimagining. So that one right there could be remade, rebuilt. I don't know what that means yet. Uh, I feel like a disaster. (laughs) That's right. Very well be. Um, But yeah, they said that the publisher is working on new installments and remakes for its biggest franchises, including Metal Gear, Gear Solid, Silent Hill, Castlevania. Um, Blue Point is not behind the wheel, which apparently that was what we thought. Maybe, maybe now. I don't know. At <laughs> least I would know they were in good hands if they were, but. Right? <laughs> oh, well, Virtuos, apparently, if I'm saying that right, is the team that um, is doing it. And they helped co-develop games like Horizon Zero Dawn, Outer Worlds. So, I mean, it doesn't sound like it was a trade down by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. But. How much creativity do they have? How much freedom are they do? Is it a rebuild? Is it a remake? Is it just making it into today's times? This I do not know mm-hmm. for you yet. Um, but they did say that multiple Silent Hill games are currently in development at various external development studios. Did you mm-hmm. just kind of throw it out there and like everybody work on it and we'll take which one we like? 
Yeah. Is that how that works? I don't know. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> but I think your confidence should fall even more when you see, uh, did you see that eFootball from Konami this week? No. Did you see it? <laughs> no, I must have just blocked that out. Uh, I mean, it like just came out and uh, is already the worst rated game on Steam. GG, oh, guys. That was pretty hard to do. They got 8% approval, 8% positive. Out of all the people who played it, which uh, beat out Racing Game Flat Out 3 with a score of 15%. So, well done. Yeah. Oh, it's so hilarious. If you look at, like, the graphics they ended up with and then the graphics and stuff that they touted, apparently, for everyone, um, it's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't play the game, but I have uh, – I've seen the videos, and the fact I, that I do have to laugh at the, the glitches. The fact that there are eight – percent of players out there willing to defend it yes only eight give it a positive yeah but you know what, what? i should have looked this morning at how many the reviews were up to now just to see if it's dropped any mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to like a thing if you don't like it don't like it it's, no, it's but- you, konami doesn't give a damn True. Or at least they, they're they not going to say, well, you know what? This guy right here, he, he gave us a bottle. Let's do something for him. This guy, he did it right there. I don't know. So if you're playing eFootball, I think it was free, though. So maybe we're all just kind of like, meh, whatever. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter as much, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's it's it, it, for what it looked like you were promised for people who were interested in this like a year ago and I was looking back on some stuff to what you got, I could see why you'd be a little upset. Hmm. The glitches. I mean, the glitches. Sometimes I saw the little players, like, the little players listen to me. This is how I talk about your football. Uh, the little players on the field, uh, He, two of them went flying across the screen. The ball stayed put. I think they were <laughs> supposed to still be with the ball, pretty ah. sure. But mm-hmm. they went that way. Or the Naruto run, where their arms got somehow stuck completely behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I guess probably microtransact it up so they can fix it. Anyway, I was excited for this. Capcom actually came out. They want PC to be one of their uh, main platforms for its future games. They want to make sure everything's 50-50 between uh, the sales of PC and consoles by 2022 or 23 at the very latest. Um, So on the heels of the announcement of Monster Hunter Rise coming to PC next year, we should have no... uh, Duh. Like, we've been seeing them bring it over. So I'm very happy to see this. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the the numbers with they've been releasing with PC have just been so great that apparently it just gave a nudge um, when the Resident Evil series finally passed over 100 million lifetime sales, including all of that in there. Uh, so needless to say, they love uh, probably the difference in their pocketbook. So as PC gamos, sounds like we should be okay from here to forth, knowing their game should be coming out on PC and not... Ha- now, you might have to wait... Because mm-hmm. I feel like they did, on some cases, come out on one before the other and vice versa. But I, I can wait. I, I don't want you to sell me the game twice. Just put it out at the same time. You know, it's always been fascinating hearing that Capcom, like I know that I heard a few years ago that some of their, like they, they seem like they should be more profitable than they are. So this might actually be, not to say that they aren't profitable, but mm-hmm. it, it almost seemed jarring to me. You see a lot of the uh, franchises that, that they have, the games mm-hmm. that they've worked on, and you're like, man, they got to be doing great. And they're just like, yeah. oh, I mean, we're doing all right. And it just seemed like they're, you know, we're not struggling, but we're not, uh, you know, making bank. So it's just, oh, we're, we're, 
doing okay. And it's we're, just we're, we're surviving. Yeah, and it's just it struck me odd. I was like, what do you mean you're just okay? Like yeah, I. The way I, the more I dove into like how rights holders and all this kind of stuff works, I almost to the point where I'm like, I don't know who owned what anymore as to why the person who was due Mm -hmm. didn't get it because, oh, wait, they owned this thing, but you only owned that thing for a certain period of time and then they get it with perpetuity till blah, 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 you know? Yeah. (sighs) But maybe this gets screwed so often. (laughs) Maybe this move to PC will be what they need again yeah. I, i'm not saying that they're hemorrhaging money or that they're hurting but I, a nice uh revitalization it just know? yeah like i said it just seems odd to me that they wouldn't be doing better than they are rolling in it yeah they probably got like some other side gig stuff that's just like helping out probably like merch or something i don't know but think about it mega man resident yeah. evil yeah monster hunter Devil yeah. May Cry. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. just four. To name a few. That's just four that I've... I've Ghosts and Goblins. That was a, a game that they've recently revived. I'm sure I could go on if I could think yeah. more. But those are those are well-known franchises. I know. It is always funny how that happens, right? I don't know. I'd have to look into that more as to why. But seems like they're doing well enough. And maybe maybe they were just waiting for us. As PC Maybe. gamers to go, can you please just let us play it over here? We'll please? buy it. And then boom. And then we weren't lying. And they're like, okay. All right. See, I was like, see, mm-hmm. we wanted to play. I like to pretend we have way more power than we do. Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Game Awards 2021 is returning. And it's saying an actual in-person live event. This year in December is what they're touting for now. I'm going to say for now. I feel like anyone guaranteeing anything like that in this day and age. Just just wait. We never know what's going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, But Thursday, December 9th, kicks off the event at the Microsoft Theater in L.A. And will, of course, be live streamed as well, which is where I would have been watching regardless. Um, No huge details yet on who will be attending. I'm sure it'll just be, you know. Lots of new titles and announcements and fanfare and awards and like an award show mm-hmm. in person. So Jeff Keighley says, we'll see. I don't yeah, know. we'll see. I mean, I'm that's what they're saying. <laughs> I'm telling you to hold off buying a ticket because <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, you'll like this, but uh, no, because you're not a PC gamer. Anywho, Red Dead. <laughs> You'll like it, but be sad. Okay, you can't well, go have ahead. it. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, with a mod that uh, a Mexico map expansion. So, as someone who you, I'm sure, did way more wandering around and exploring in Red Dead Redemption Two than I did. There's that whole Mexico region that you just couldn't get to because of fighting and all this stuff. Like there was a nice little reason why that played along with the game. Well, now you can. Go into there and explore if you like. Uh, Developed by players who just wanted to see that game. The original, like, remastered in that little area uh, with the Rage Engine. I'll have to look into that. I don't know if I've I've heard of Rage Engine, but it sounds cool. Uh, So, Nuevo Parezo. 
was okay. the area, right? Is part of the world in Red Dead Redemption 2. And now it's uh, it was only accessible apparently through exploits, but I don't think there was really anything over there. They're like, you saw stuff that was getting started maybe over there and then just like, meh, you know? <laughs> so you'll see boxes and hay and crap like that hanging around, but that was it. Um, and the players that saw that the regions of the game were going unused, so they took this mod to collect all of the Mexico custom content off of Nexus mods and put them together for players to download together just in one soup. Um, if you kind of remember the story we talked about a while ago mm-hmm. with them doing collections on Nexus, um, they even added some camps camps to let Arthur to let him rest in, you know, make camp when he got tired and get that? a little, little camp. Uh, so uh, you couldn't enter Nuevo Paraiso before because it was just too dangerous because of the rising threat of the revolutionaries and the dispute between, you know, that and the United States. And, sure. Um, but uh there were elements apparently of already weather and textures and the like over there. So they said, screw it. Let's uh, let's uh, make it a whole thing and make an expansion. So the article pointed out, and I feel it's a valid point. If you want it, go download it now because Take-Two is not very friendly with you recreating their works, putting it out there in mods and stuff like that. They have DMCA'd people in the past. So if you want it, grab it Fair and fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they might take it down because who knows they might have had a plan to do that or something. And then this will hurt their pocketbooks, which is fair if they were wanting to do something like that. But still, if they were going to do something like that, I feel like they would have done it by now. I mean, it's been a while. You know, it depends on there. Maybe there's just some tiny detail with it being this engine or something Mm -hmm. that, you know, modders went. (laughs) It's going to take them a minute to get to Mm -hmm. the, the legalities of this thing. Um but I don't know. They may just not have seen either. I don't I don't know what news comes across their feed every day. Yeah. If they're yeah. following all of it. But yes, again, if you were wondering, it is for PC players. Unfortunately, they do all the modding. Well, just so you know, mm-hmm. uh, you made me want to play this game again. I do too now. But I, just, I only got it on PlayStation also. So yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I just it on PC. Just in my head, I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, that was kind of a cool little area. And. Ooh, the, the little city and the train coming through and mm-hmm. riding my horse. And then there's alligators. And then, yeah. It's a great game. It's a great it's, game. It's just fun to just ride it around really and was. do whatever. I know. Yeah. Ever since I read that, I was like, man, now I kind of want to go back and play it. Mm-hmm. Probably never will. Ooh, but, is there but, a PS... You know, I, I'm so glad I do gaming news and keep up to date on things. Is there a PS5 upgrade for Red Dead 2? Well, I don't. I don't feel like there is, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. I feel like I would have seen that. Oh yeah, because this article is still asking: Is it ever going to get a makeover, or do you need to hold your horses? Says this article. Ooh. That's cute, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> the puns and stuff. The puns. Uh, so not yet. Okay. Anyway. Um, I have one last little one and I want us all to choose to believe it's real because it's adorable okay 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 don't choose violence good things can still happen in the world sure Uh, so this is just a fun story so an elderly couple had posted an ad on Craigslist looking for a PlayStation tutor so this couple really wanted to play The Last of Us 2 and they Mm -hmm. were getting apparently I guess insanely frustrated with the controls and just learning how to play um, so the Craigslist ad was like, my husband and I, who are senior citizens, need a personal tutor to come to our home and teach us how to play PS4 games. Particularly, we want to play The Last of Us 2. We're having trouble. We are senior citizens. 
<laughs> need a person who knows how to play games and how to work with controller and someone who is patient and can teach without judging us, without getting frustrated or irritated for about two to three hours. We want to enjoy the diversion. It almost sounds like they probably asked like a grandkid. Mm-hmm. So they were like, you know what? We want someone who's not going to get pissy that we don't understand the controls and just to give us time to help learn it. Uh I know I saw a bunch of people saying, oh, this is probably fake. But it's totally possible it's true. Apparently, another Redditor answered and responded to the ad. And I hope that they learned how to play and that they enjoyed the game. I wouldn't, like, I don't doubt that it's (laughs) not real. I guess I'm just curious, what triggered this desire so I don't know. That would be that is a good question. I was just thinking maybe in my head too, if they were just like flipping through. Who knows? They might like horror. This as a couple have always liked horror. So, you know how you get lost in YouTube rabbit holes mm-hmm. or something. Came across this. Probably watched some gameplay of it. Like I want to experience this co-op on the couch with my wife. But damn it, I don't know how to use all these buttons. You know, yeah. it could be fake. But I think we should all just. There is good things that still and innocent, wholesome things that still happen in the world. And I saw the ad and I'm going to pretend like it is true because it's just more fun to think of this elderly couple wanting to play games and just needing someone to teach them how to do it. (laughs) I mean, again, I'm not I'm not doubting it at all. I just I want to know the why. Right. I mean, probably only so much you can put in a Craigslist ad. Sure. But that's all the little crickets I had. And I know you had a couple. Yeah. No, I said them. I've got two that are related, and look, it may just be for me, but I'm hoping okay. that that other people out there could be just as excited uh, about these announcements because this goes back to my childhood in some way. Okay, in a okay. in a sense, I will say around the time that the twelve year old, the boy, that 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 guy, that's yeah, because that was about somewhere in there. Anyway, uh, have you ever heard of a game called Horror Legends? Mm, possibly. Uh, I was unfamiliar with it. I've never heard of this game uh, whatsoever. Which you know is, I don't, I don't know if that's a. There's a reason yeah, for no. it or not. Uh, I, but I've not heard of this. It's a. It seems to be a Dead by Daylight style multiplayer game. Yeah. Uh, game developers October Games. They recently added a character that might be unknown to uh, the wild, wide swath of people, but uh, not me, Radu mm-hmm. Vladislas, from the subspecies series from the Full Moon franchise. If anybody remembers Full Moon Entertainment, this is... Oh, man. He's from a movie called Subspecies, Subspecies 2, 3, 4, and the upcoming 5... They added yeah, him to the game. That's a deep cut that I don't, I'm not in on. Yet. Yeah. I I was like, oh, that's cool. Now, granted, I don't know if I would play the game. Uh, maybe I should. It, like, just came out, too. Yeah. September 24th. But I was just like, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know how good the game is. I can't speak to it. But that, that, to me, was just like, that's pretty awesome. Then, after seeing that... As I said, Full Moon Entertainment, it was kind of a thing that I grew up on in my teen uh-huh. years. Uh, that same company, October Games, has made or is in production of a game, a Puppet Master video game, that will be free to play on PC in 2022. 
Puppet Master, Blade, uh, Pinhead, Tunneler, Leech Woman, Six Shooter. But wait, I thought Dead by Daylight had Pinhead now. No, no, no. Not that Pinhead. Oh. We're to, that's Hellraiser Pinhead. Puppet Master Pinhead is a little dude with a little oh Pinhead. Oh my God, I thought you name. moved on. Like you were naming no, all no, no, of no. these games that were coming out. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. I was talking about Puppet Master characters. Again, okay. this is a film franchise from Full Moon Entertainment or Full Moon Pictures or whatever the hell they're calling themselves nowadays. Puppet Master was like one of my all-time, still is one of my all-time favorite things. Um, and they're making a game out of it. I don't know what kind of game. It seems like it's been in development for like 10 years. So it, mm. it makes me curious. Yeah. But the fact that they're saying free to play, dude, I would throw money at a Puppet Master game Wonder if it was high quality. Why free? That's what I'm curious about, too. Is it going to be mobile? They said PC. Okay. They said PC. No, PC could still microtransact the crap out of people. So too. I hope. I, I don't hope know. I hear free to play and I instantly think like they're just going to hit you up the entire time for money. But, but let us not assume. Sure. Because you, my dear, may have an opportunity to ask them personally. Uh, October Games may be coming on the show in the next couple Ooh, of weeks. Fun. Let's see. Mainly because questions. Yeah, I took a <laughs> I took a chance uh, to ask if they would be interested because they're working with some of my favorite franchises. You know that that I was like all crazy about. And I was like, dude, yeah, this would be awesome. So yeah, um, if we work it out, we'll be sitting and chatting with them. All right, you can ask them all these things. Why free? All, the, all these burning questions. So yeah, that that was my little uh, sneaky <laughs> look at what we did there. Uh, look at that, that that I didn't even get to know. You guys yeah. don't realize I go into these blind too. Hey, I like to surprise everybody. I like to surprise even you. That way you can be like a proxy for all the excitement everyone else has. Right? They'd be like, oh my god, that everybody should be having. It's amazing. Fun. Well, yeah. we'll see. I'll have to look into that. That that game looks interesting though. Yeah. Like. Uh, the well, the first one you were talking about, the other one mm. I don't see anything on, of course, as of just yet. But uh, interesting, yeah. interesting. But we'll see how that goes. It does look. Um, now I've already forgotten. Dead by daylight esque. Yeah, the dead by daylight one. Again, I don't. I'm just. I'm making assumptions. It may be something completely different. No, but. it looked kind of like that. But like the little dolls were creepy. Like. But that's so, they're so awesome. So awesome. If you've never watched Puppet Master, we've got to... I a, don't know if I have now. Ashamedly. Like, while I'm looking at this here... I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you that it's like the greatest horror film franchise ever made. But there are some entertaining entries. Like, you will attach yourself to the puppets. Like, you'll okay. have a favorite at some point going, I like that one. That one's my favorite. Everyone's got a favorite. Yeah, hmm. 89, eh? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you, I have and I blocked it because I was still too young and it creeped me out. I don't know. I did. I do remember blocking out some horror movies I was too young to watch. If you have time and you just, you know, like you're feeling like, and you can find it, don't don't pay for it or anything like that. I know it's <laughs> it's got to be out there somewhere, but. I'm sure it is, yeah. If you can find it on a platform and you're just like, what the hell? Why not? It's a fun time. It looks like one that I would have watched. Hmm. 
I ain't got no class. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> these things, these are the ones that I gravitate towards where they look like really dumb and silly and like probably no chance in hell it should even be scary. Um, but I enjoy them. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. I don't know why I wouldn't have. Anyway. All right. Pinned. Pinned for the future. Good. Excellent. Well, I got nothing. Okay. You want, you want, well, I got lots of stuff, but we don't need to keep, you know, no. Do you want to review all that? I do. Okay. I'm actually very curious to hear about this one because I've still been on the fence. It's okay. So you're on make my decision today. Maybe. And I hope that I, I make a, a proper decision for everybody because, you know, I've seen some things rolling around the internet and uh, I'm here to either uh, agree see, or disagree. I've not looked into it yet. Yeah. And it, it's funny, too, because I, I guess I wasn't expecting division. And maybe maybe, maybe I just looked in the wrong places because on, even in other places I've heard nothing but positive. So... so. A lot of it should just the eye of the beholder. Right. So what are... we're talking about uh, would be Kenna Bridge of Spirits, mm-hmm. which is a game that I was excited for the moment I laid eyes on. And that was like an initial teaser trailer for the game, what, a few, like a year or two ago? I feel maybe? like that's when we first saw it, maybe at an E3 or something. Yeah. Like, together now. When I saw it, I was spellbound. The art style was unlike anything I'd ever seen with a video game, you know, because you usually get these very particular graphics. You're like, oh, that looks pretty cool. But this looked like something completely different. You know, I almost Mm -hmm. assumed that what I was looking at was a cinematic cutscene, and that wasn't actual gameplay. Game would never look that good. And then we got to see a trailer with actual gameplay, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, we're actually, this is... Yeah, this is really, really amazing. Yeah. So I became even more enamored, and I really wanted to play this game because it just looks so good. But with any game, looks can be deceiving, mm-hmm. and it can be a dud. And I'm usually hesitant to buy a new game because of that very thing. You don't right. know. There could be something game-breaking. Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of money they're asking. Yeah. Yeah. Just just keep that in mind. That's exactly why we get hesitant about video games because of shit like cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, and in some cases, you know, you feel like you have to trust the developer a little bit before you just chuck money well, at them. Well, and, and with cyberpunk, to be fair, right? We did. That's that's how it was with uh, Insomniac. They themselves already, you know. Yeah, like Insomniac. Uh, I. Mm-hmm. Immediately, as soon as they said Spider-Man, I was like, here. Done. Take yep. it. Here's money. Your mind. Yep. I, I trust you. You got it. Done. Mm-hmm. And I might do the same thing with Wolverine because, you know, you've, you've wow. not failed me yet. Yeah. Yeah. So until you do. But anyway, with this game, uh, I wasn't familiar, uh, all that familiar with the uh, developers. Mm-hmm. But I threw caution to the wind and trusted my instincts and said, hey, you know what? I think this would be a great game. Why not? They're they're taking a a lot of love and care into the design. Surely to God, the game will not be a disaster. So were my instincts correct? That's what I want to know. I'd like to think so. Okay. But with everything, I can be a little critical, you know. And I've seen the criticisms from other reviewers, especially those that were, in my opinion 
unjustly tearing the game apart. Like, I heard some pretty vicious things that just didn't add up to okay. my perception and, and my experience. Now, I do have my own criticisms, and I, but at the same time, I do want to defend Ember Labs at the same time, you know, against mm-hmm. what I would consider unfair criticisms. Okay. And uh, a little um, disclaimer, because as I was doing some research into Ember Labs, I came across something. Uh, I am defending the overall team, but I am also aware of allegations against the company. Oh my God! No, no. What? That, that, oh, okay. Not uh, depending. Uh, there was a, an allegation against the company by former designer Brandon Popovich who stated that a year ago the company did not fully compensate him for his work. Uh, They claim they did. I don't have all the facts. I can't say whether or not his claims are true. Is it still ongoing, I guess? Uh, This was was announced maybe like last year. About a year ago. It could still be. That all this was happening. I don't know. I don't have the facts. I can't speak to it. That's not what I'm talking about. So if they did or didn't, right now, I, I don't have an opinion on that. That's not what I'm defending. I'm defending the game they made and and whether or not the criticisms that they've been getting are just or not. In any case, Kenna Bridge of Spirits is Ember Labs' first video game, yet the company has actually been around since 2009. Their primary focus has been animation, with their most notable piece being Majora's Mask Terrible Fate, which was released in 2016. I remember that short. Like, it, it didn't ring a bell until I looked into it, and then I was like, I did watch this a few okay. years ago. So if you haven't, if you don't remember it, or maybe you've never seen it, uh, go check it out on YouTube. Majora's Mask, Terrible Fate. It's, um, like, visually, just stunning. Really good. Yeah, yeah, stunning. So having that knowledge, it's clear why Kenna does look so amazing. I mean, this is what they've been doing. So they know how to design characters. They know how to design the art, the worlds. So obviously it was going to do that. But that knowledge also explains certain faults the game does have. Okay. Now one universal criticism I've seen tossed at this game is that it's like fill in the blank. You know, whatever game that they want to say that it's like. I, you know, I've heard, well, it's like this game, or it's like that game, or it's like this, or it's like that. There's a lot of comparisons to other games. Me, personally, uh, I got Zelda meets Tomb Raider vibes. Because okay. of certain ways uh, that you traverse, your combat systems, just the, the kind of fantasy element to it all. Is that a bad thing? No. Not necessarily. I mean, that's not really a comparison that I ever thought I would see in a game. You know, two mishmashed type of, of genres. Uh, would it be nice to play a game with a little bit more originality? Sure. But, like so many things nowadays, what, tell me the last thing you ever saw that was wholly original. It wasn't based on a book or another thing or a remake of something. Or a mechanic we already used. Yeah. Or- Maybe reinvented a little, put your you own spin on it. But yeah. You can't tell me that the games that you play all the time, you don't get oh, Assassin's Creed. Well, it's kind of like this. Or, I mean, you can right. argue that uh, we'll say uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, Red Dead Redemption Two are two sides of the same coin. 
big sprawling open worlds that you get to explore just in different time zones. But I mean, you're doing yeah. the same things. Yeah. Riding horses and, and fighting people. Shoot. Yeah. What's the difference? Re- you're going to sit there and compare shit. I mean, and, and to, to that effect, how many times do every time that a new game is coming out, do we hear, well, it's like Dark Souls. Oh, my gosh. My yes. God. That's one of the most ripped off genres as of late. I will I feel. be. Yeah. And I'll be honest. The moment I hear, well, it's kind of like Dark Souls or Dark Souls S, I check out. I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to play this game because I'm so sick and tired of hearing, well, it's like Dark Souls. All right. Well, you've lost me. Well, then go play Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So it's to me, uh, being compared to something like Zelda is not a bad thing. In my in my book, if they'd have said this is like Dark Souls, I'm out. Yeah. I would have I would have checked out in a heartbeat. I wouldn't want to play it. Okay, Returnal, Dark Souls esque. I stopped playing. I gave it a shot. You did, yeah. I gave it a shot, but I just I can't do it. I just my mindset is just like I don't want to play this. I want to have fun. Well, and it's just it's different type of fun. Yeah. We don't like things to be extremely brutally hard that I'm just gonna be pissed off the entire time. Some people enjoy that challenge. It's fair. And I do love a challenge. But not to the point where it's just like ha 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 ha. ha. The game's right. just flipping me off the whole time. Just And then since I never really play those, me trying to get them, it's like it's hours to do one thing that probably any other gamer mm-hmm. would just get through in a half hour or something. So I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, but to say, you know, those games are not for me, and like I said, a Zelda comparison is not a bad thing, I'm having fun with this. I have had fun with this. You know, when I actually got to sit down and play it and just absorb it all in, it just became familiar, but in all the best possible ways, because it's like, I'm, I'm having fun exploring, I'm having fun, you know, seeing the story. Uh, and all those comparisons really reflect on the structure of the gameplay being presented. Okay, we've got kind of a linear open world with some... I don't want to say Metroidvania, but kind of... Aspects tossed in. That's where I kind of compared it to Tomb Raider, like the new Tomb Raider. Because mm-hmm. you would have that linear path you kind of go through, but then you'd always kind of come back around to something. You know, yeah. and then you could probably unlock something later on. And now you can do this puzzle. Or, yeah. It's yeah. very much in that same way. Plus, you've got the climbing mechanic, which I think some people would say, well, that's Uncharted. I got it. But for the Every, sake there's of... There's been climbing for a while, so... Yeah. For for <laughs> the aspect of what I'm trying to compare it to here, Tomb Raider made more sense. Okay. Um, the combat kind of has a hack and slash quality to it. You know, where you just... Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Never really feels innovative. You know what I mean? You're just button mashing. Ha, 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 ha. Now, you can change it up. You know, you've got like a, a bow and arrow that you can use for, you know, uh, range combat. Ranged action, yeah. Which, I mean, you you have to use uh, for flying enemies and things like that. Just kind of help that out. You've got a bomb uh, that you can chuck. Again, Zelda qualities. Right. <laughs> And that can... I can see that, too. A little bit of the plays that I've seen as well. Just, like, even the style, maybe, mm-hmm. of how you're moving through the environment. Yeah. And and even with the bomb, I wouldn't say that it's... Like, me personally, I don't ever remember really using a bomb in combat with Zelda unless it was required. And there are some here that you could say are required. But I could 
also see myself kind of using it to my advantage here uh, in certain situations. For example, I did this move, which actually netted me a trophy, which was completely unexpected, but I was just like, all right. Awesome. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> you chuck a bomb, and then if you can pull out your bow and shoot an arrow fast enough, you explode the bomb before it hits anything, and then you mm -hmm. can create damage to the enemies around you. Bam, you know, that's it's a quick, effective method to uh, change up combat a little bit. A little but sky it, AOE. Right. But at the end of the day, like I said, the hack and slash, don't expect any, like, super engaging combat. You've got your moves you can do here and there, but it's not super Try complex. Repeat those. Yeah. Zelda-esque, very, very much in that, that vein. Uh the one I don't want to complain about this because I got used to it but in Zelda you have kind of a lock on mechanic so it's mm -hmm. easy to kind of keep your enemies on point they don't have this and sometimes you can get a little disoriented you just have to be good at aiming not, that not might already take me out. Well, no, no, no. I mean, with with your bow and arrow and all that, uh -huh. like there is kind of an auto assist with your aim. So if okay. you're kind of within a general direction and you pull out your bow, it does seem to kind of generate in that direction. But when you're fighting and you're surrounded, it's a little easy to get you know uh, caught yeah. off guard by the enemies behind you that you can't see so you sure. have to be aware of your surroundings at all times and i know that can happen in zelda but i feel like with a lock-on mechanic you can kind of back yourself up focus and then you know exactly where everybody's at here yeah. if you go one direction here one direction there and miss somebody you you're kind of caught off guard and you Stay can't lock in on them to refocus where you're at so okay interesting it's like I said, it, it's not all that bad, but it would have been a nice thing to add in just to kind of help with Maybe combat. on a different difficulty level? And again, it, maybe peak it, at a lower one just to see if like maybe that just comes with regular or whatever level uh, you yeah, choose. I don't know. Or if you even choose one. I don't know. But again, I'm not going to say that it, it makes or breaks the combat. It just, it does add a little bit of something. You just have to be aware. You can still move. Uh, I mean, while we're even talking about it, controls are very tight. You know, when you're fighting, I mean, you can move, dodge, roll. These whole, I mean, the whole shebang. You even have a shield you can kind of put up. Okay. You just have to be aware of your combat situation and how you're going to react. That's, okay. I guess, what I okay. need. That's now, good. I want to mention this. And I, I, I'm not sure if it's a design flaw or maybe I'm trying to do something faster than it is designed to do. But I've, I've noticed like a, a minor little lag in my control sometimes. A little latency it, maybe between the controller and the game or? More when I'm running or moving. Like sometimes, and it, again, it could be just something that I've noticed one minute you'll be running and if you drop off a cliff or something like that or even just a small little step you stop you know like your your run stops you don't keep running hmm. and and maybe it's because of that that mechanic that they did because you'll be moving and then if you get caught up your movement stutters for just a brief second but it's it's noticeable to where you're just like go go 
Like you're try, <laughs> trying to push her along, and then she'll move along again. So it's a minor yeah. little thing, and it could just be to where they added this. And there's no, like, stamina, or you have to hold no. L3 or something. Or, you eh. Well, you press L3, and she'll run until only have to. <laughs> you hit a button, or you hit a platform, and then she stops. Okay. It's not constant run. It's more like, eh, oh, I stopped. Oh, I tripped. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you got to go again. Again, it's a minor thing, but it's, you know. But noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of trolls, uh, let's talk about the rot, which I'm sure everybody has seen. They are your companions through this yeah. journey. Throughout your adventure, you can find up to 100 of these big-eyed little fuzzballs. Aww. And they not only assist you on your journey, but they can help you level up your skills. So, the rot have kind of a a lemming quality, if you will. You know, like, okay. uh, you'll see a, a boulder, you'll see something that needs to be moved, and you'll be like, hey, go, go do that, and then they'll go do it. And then they kind of help you out. But then they can also help you in combat. So, if you have like a... A big enemy coming at you and you just need a moment, maybe you're overwhelmed, you can sick the rot onto an enemy. They'll distract it and kind of hold it steady to, for you to either attack them mm-hmm. or to focus on other enemies. And then you can turn them into bigger weapons, like a big rot arrow, which like gives more damage to the... Like uh, you're tossing the little guys at them? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they come in really handy... Uh, they're ass- assisting in all sorts of ways, and then you can even use them to purify the land in some ways, even though they're called rot. Weird, right? I, I was wondering about that, but does it get explained I, why they're called that? I am almost to the end. I do want to say that. I did. I was so not. it could be a spoiler? I, so maybe not? I don't know. Okay. But that is a question that I had uh but I wasn't able to finish it like I wanted, but I'm I'm very, very close. Very close to that. So we'll just say if I find out Maybe? we'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. But it is yeah, it it did strike me odd rot. It just yeah. seems like a counter Because they're so cute. Mm-hmm. And though every time you find one, they just look at you with their big eyes and give you a smile like so that. The damn eyes get me every time. And then you can put hats just on bold. them. You can put hats on them. You know, you can buy them a little... top hat? You can get them a top hat. You can get them a unicorn hat. You can get them a... I wanted to be all dapper with, like, a top hat and a monocle. Cowboy hat. Baseball hat. Eh. Cowboy hat's cute, though. Baseball hats these days, sometimes I get a little, like... But, in any case, you can... can, Every one of them can have a hat. You can find all sorts of hats. Is it there to dress up my little guys? Yeah. And you just look at him, and he's just like, yeah. I don't know what it is, man. It gets me. I just, I can't stop smiling. Like, look at first. You want to squeeze him. You just, like, you really do. What? You know. I feel like I would be Lenny from Mice and Men. I'd squeeze him so hard and kill him. I just want to pet him and squeeze him and love him. And call him George. <laughs> but anyway. Um. Somehow I've gone this entire time and uh, not talked about the story. You know, you were just asking story-wise. Yeah. You know, what what about the rot? Well, what about him? We'll, we'll just say this. Uh, obviously, he plays Kenna, who is mm-hmm. the she. She seems to be a spirit guide whose goal is to help spirits move on to the afterlife. Okay. And bridge of spirits. You get it? See, she's she's the bridge. She's the link. 
She's the bridge. Now, anyway, she is on a journey to a sacred mountain shrine for personal reasons that I think I know, but uh, I'll just say... Could be to be revealed. Yeah. Uh, as she goes along, she realizes that the path is blocked, and then to get there, she needs to help other spirits within this... Uh, I'm assuming something bad happened in the village because I don't feel like I've get, gotten all the details yet because everybody seems to be dead. But there are uh, several people that you need to Showed help. up a little late, did you? Yeah. No. But there are some, Right on time, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah. No. But there are cer- certain um, troubled spirits that need help crossing over. So to get to the mountain shrine, you need to help these spirits cross over to whatever they need to so you can get to the mountain shrine. And then it, it's, it's all good. That, that's how games work, right? That is. Yeah. Yep. Wrap it up. <laughs> nice and neat. Now, obviously, it's it's not as simple as that. And I don't really want to take away from a lot of the stories. Um, that, Like I said, this is not like a super long game. They could, they could have stretched this out if they wanted to. But they didn't. They kept it simple. Which I, I can respect. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Don't need to make it longer for the sake of it. But uh, the first characters you will come across, uh, I honestly feel like you'll fall in love with them outside of the rot, which are Saya and Benny. I'm sure you've uh-huh. seen the two little kids with their little button noses and their little faces. Yeah. Are they obnoxious, though? Nope. They're as okay. sweet as can be. They want to help you because they're trying to find their brother, Taro. And they're just like, we, we, we miss our big brother. We want you to help you know <gasps> potential love interest you said big brother Ooh, no he did <laughs> he's a spirit remember well, i have to help i don't know what she is really she she's did. a spirit guy now if you can have relations with a ghost i mean they they tried it in ghostbusters didn't they uh anyway i just you know i wanted to hug benny and saya because they were they were so cute and okay. then you hear their stories and you know you just you feel bad for them Aw, pulling at the heartstrings. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I, I don't want to go too deep in the stories because I don't. Yeah, too spoilery. Uh, That's a good synopsis. I would I would rather you check that check it out for yourself. Yeah. You know I don't want to I don't want to give it away in that regard. Uh, if you look at the game's overall influences as far as uh, design, you can see reflections of Japanese and maybe even Indonesian cultures, which I mean. It's all there. The music by, I hope I'm going to say his name right, Jason Gal- Galati. That looks right. Yeah, Galati. Uh, Galati. Uh, his, his soundtrack also mirrors this, giving it some of the game's most unique qualities. And hopefully you've been hearing it the entire time and you see what I'm talking about. And considering most games nowadays, one of the things I just... I, it drives me nuts every time that I see... A new game trailer, like here's a new reveal, and it's always some dark, drab, post-apocalyptic war zone with zombies or war zones or super tech futuristic, but it's war. Bah. This was a breath of fresh air, despite what it may have been emulating, you know, because you had nice, lush, colorful environments, even when it was attempting to be dark and sinister it was Mm -hmm. still colorful you know how do you do that that's great design that you're saying 
understand that everything around you right now is very dark or it's meant to be menacing but color you know it Bye, still feels everybody. vibrant dark side has a good side maybe we're supposed to be all philosophical with it maybe I mean it, it's like I said it's so refreshing because mm-hmm. I don't see it enough I'm so tired of this everything fucking time you see these games and it's just the same things mm-hmm. so when people are gonna sit there and say well this is like that game this is like that so is every other game that seems to be announced anymore yeah. don't give me that I'm not gonna we sit easily pull from a lot of stuff yeah like, yeah I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you've never played a game like Kenna I can't because it does borrow heavily from other games mm-hmm. and look I don't think that's all surprising considering Ember Labs is not, wasn't up until this point a game studio. Okay? This is their very first attempt at a video game, and I would wager doing something familiar was kind of a safe bet to see what yeah. they could do. It's like, okay, what, what games do we like? I like this game. I like that game. Let's pull from some of these things and we'll work our design magic and then we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Okay. It I, does look gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the cutscenes alone, you're just like, my God, am I watching a movie? You could be. You could fool yeah. someone. I can promise you there isn't a game that looks just like this, maybe for Ratchet and Clank, you know, having that level of just. But think about that. That's a big studio versus a very, very smaller studio that's been doing nothing but animation up to this point this is impressive for a first time video game studio who's never meant to be a video game studio in the first place okay Uh, yeah it wasn't the original goal yeah yeah i mean the 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 visuals in my mind and I've, i've heard other comparisons too but for me i mean i thought i'm looking at something pixar quality you know mm-hmm. their their style of uh, animation. Other people have have thrown out whatever. I don't know what other. I'm not gonna whatever mention. you maybe grew up with. Yeah, you're maybe, gonna maybe while just seeing the generational divide on comparisons. Hmm. You you may look at it and you'll have a different opinion of what you feel like it looks like. I said Pixar. Um, but you know what, Ember Labs, they put a lot of time and effort into this game they've gotten a feel for the landscape now you mm-hmm. know what i mean they they yeah. know what they can do they you have one in your belt yeah you've seen the process so now this is where the team needs to follow up with something with a little bit more originality okay not saying that it has to be again because we've argued this point the entire time it's yeah. going to be hard to do something 100% wholly original these days. Yeah. Right. So, but at least give them that. If you're going to criticize, well, it's a lot like this, it's a lot like that, it's the first time. If if in the future they're doing ripoffs of every other game, then yeah, we're going to start getting Then we've critical. seen you. Yeah. yeah we you're, know what you can do now. You're not doing much of anything original. You're just giving us a lot of good eye candy. But that mm-hmm. right now, I'm just saying, cut them a break right now okay once they get to their sophomore effort or their you know third fourth fifth whatever it is 
that's where their true test will be seen as a legitimate game developer. Do they have it? Yeah. But for my money, Kenneth Bridge of Spirits is far from a bad start. All right. Well, I say it just sounds like we just need to keep an eye on them now. Like they did a, a good inaugural push on something there and look good, plays well. Sounds like it's fun. Yeah. Isn't you, that what it's supposed to be? You'll get into it. It'll be breezy. Like I said, I'm almost done with it. We're probably talking maybe a 16-hour game. Would you say it's an original story at least? For sure. I mean, there there's sh- probably you know? shades of other things in there that I could pull from, but... Again, what isn't you? Well, that's well. That was my point. Like, if you have like kind of a new story that's going on that you haven't seen before, so who cares if it's borrowing a few mechanics from mm-hmm. here or there? Because that's I feel like games just do that. Yeah, and it's engaging enough, you know, yeah. to where you're gonna feel for the characters that you're following and that you want to. So, I well, don't. I, I didn't. I will say, as long as we find out they are in fact paying their artists since we had a little bit of a yeah, maybe that. <laughs> pin at the top of it, uh, then yeah, give but it But again, shot. We're, we're, not, uh, we're not making judgments on that because I don't know all the, the... And plus, I'd sure. still like to try to get them on the show at some point. but Unless they turn out oh. <laughs> to be, you know, garbage people. But uh, again, I'm not judging anybody. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's not my place. Yeah, it's still allegedly, yeah, so... Got to give it its fair day. Give it its fair day. Well, excellent. I still kind of want to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend it. it if, if you're not willing to put down the money on it. Uh, I, I get it. Sale, maybe. Wait if you want. But yeah. I, I think it was... I don't regret my purchase. There you go. I, 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 hey. And uh, with it being so gorgeous, I don't know. Well, I'll I give it a C. Now, yeah. if the ending is a complete letdown, then let me know. Okay. <laughs> But I don't know. It sounds like something I would definitely enjoy. Maybe um, a little further on down the road. Sure. Maybe a little further on down the road. Excellent. Well, that's our show, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Don't forget, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. You can send us an email at Super Mega Crash. Grash. Grash? Super Mega Grash. See, guys, <laughs> I can't even say it. I don't even know how to say the title. At super mega crash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts his time and love into. You can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You can tell your friends to find the pencil and paper podcast network or just search super mega crash brothers turbo wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and even youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. And we have a website, as mm-hmm. we've been talking about. So go check that out as well. Pencilandpaperproductions.com forward slash super mega crash. And then Links. while you're there, maybe browse around. Links, Links below. Links down below. Links down below. Thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey O'Finley. And I am Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then. Game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.